0: there's so many demands on your time. And there are so many times that I hear from leaders and not only women that they used to have a great exercise routine that they did consistently. They used to love to cook and they used to you know, fill in the blank with whatever. And they've stopped doing that thing that they used to do because they've gotten really busy at work. We'll give you the actionable tips and tools you need to lead with your values, make a difference, and have career success. The world needs more diversity and authenticity in the top jobs at organizations. Your leadership belongs there. You belong in the C-suite. You may have heard me say this before, and it's a little controversial. I don't believe in work-life balance. I believe in prioritizing what matters most and building boundaries that you can actually keep. As women, we are socialized to bypass our boundaries at every turn in our personal lives, with our families, and especially at work. It started for me early in school, getting good grades, going above and beyond, making myself available, being stuck doing all the work on that group project. So it isn't that big of a surprise that it followed me into my career. Does that sound familiar? For years, We've been told to lean in, push through, show up, living up to the expectations of others, plus your own high standards is a lot. So you push through, you get it all done, but you can't do that forever. Not unless you wanna burn out. I'm inviting you to our live virtual workshop, Boundaries Before Burnout. In this two session workshop on August 24th and 29th, learn how to build a boundary that will help you prioritize what matters most set up a system that will enable you to keep that boundary especially on the hard days when you're pulled into 10,000 different directions and get the clarity of knowing what to say yes and no to and the peace of mind of knowing you made the right decision we are a judgment-free zone here but i will hold space to keep you accountable register for the boundaries before burnout workshop at thecatchgroup.com workshop that's thecatchgroup.com slash workshop. I cannot wait to see you there. Welcome to the You Belong in the C Suite podcast. Today, we are going to dig a little deeper into a trend that I've been seeing more and more as I continue to work with leaders in individual and group coaching. Since launching my first book, Values First How to Get the Life and Career You Want. I've been grateful to hear from different readers and podcast listeners about their values. And there's a theme that has come up in these conversations and in the conversations with my coaching clients. As leaders, they are identifying their core values and more and more of them are realizing that they need to add a value that prioritizes themselves. Sometimes this shows up as a value of self-care or balance or sustainability or maybe being centered, but these are the kinds of things that are now showing up on their list. But unsurprisingly, these values are often accompanied by feelings of misalignment, unhappiness, even anxiety. See, these are areas in their lives that are important because they're core value, but they aren't getting prioritized within the busy schedules of these executives and leaders. So do you know your core values? If you haven't, I really think that you should check in with them. Have they changed? Have they evolved? I like to look at my core values every 90 days or so. So I invite you to do that. Go on the catchgroup.com and grab your values worksheet to identify your values and then do an inventory. And I want you to look for ways that you're prioritizing yourself. How is that showing up in your values? And why are, why not? So that's the interesting trend. This idea that more and more people are adding or redefining this value for themselves. But then guess what? That's that one that they're generally not living it. So they're killing it on all the other values, but that one, not so much. So when I ask the women that I coach, why is this one such a big gap? What's holding you back from holding space for yourself? For living this value. And more often than not, they say work priorities. I'm working too much. So they are showing up for their team. They're showing up for their boss. They're meeting their business goals or they're showing up for their family. You know, it is not common for them to be double or triple booked to be, you know, just surviving on those fumes of their morning coffee and to look up and realizing that it's 2 PM already and they haven't eaten lunch. So they're, they're leaning into it all just like we've been told to do lean in, but when does that leave time for you? So I don't know about you, but generally I know what I need to do. You know, I know that I need to get to bed by 10 to get enough sleep. I need to prioritize time for exercise several times a week. I need to spend quality time with the people that I love. I need to read books, like physical books. I need to not eat all the candy all the time. So days that I get those needs met, I'm better. I'm more centered. I feel balanced. And I know that there have been times, many times in my life where I've ignored what my body tells me and I've kept working. I have that meeting. I cancel my workout to squeeze in something else. I go on another work trip because, you know, I needed to be there. I extended my work days. I told the kids, yeah, just a minute and way more than a minute passes by. I do it because I'm partly driven by achievement. You know, that's one of my values. And that used to be the default, the overwork, the overuse of a value of achievement. And on those days, I was exhausted. I was easily frustrated and I would ruminate over different things that I had or had not said in meetings, causing different anxiety. And after working on building more boundaries that were tied to my other values, a family, of balance, then things started to shift for me. My mindset started to shift. The way I spent my time started to shift. And over time, I now know that I need to practice the overuse of my value of balance. Now, remember for me, balance does not mean work-life balance. That's not a thing. Instead, it means building a boundary that I prioritize. So instead it feels being centered, feels like I'm in control of my time and my day. And I need to overuse that one because that has not been the default of my life. I'm still trying to unlearn years and years of overusing my value of achievement. So now I'm trying to get my value of balance to be the default instead. And what that does for me is to hold space for my boundaries, specifically aligned to my value of balance, preserving that time for me and holding that space for me. And it's hard to do, let me tell you, but you know, the epitome of self-value and worth is holding space for your own boundaries. And now I teach other leaders how to do this. So in my work with senior leaders, I think it's usually an exception if somebody can do this well and consistently. There's so many demands on your time. And there are so many times that I hear from leaders and not only women, that they used to have a great exercise routine that they did consistently. They used to have a hobby. They used to love to cook and they used to, you know, fill in the blank with whatever. They used to do all of these things and they've stopped doing that thing that they used to do because they've gotten really busy at work. So if you used to do something, that means at some point you prioritized it. It was fun. It brought you joy or stress relief or happiness or creativity. But then the default took over work. So I want to get you back to that place where you are putting that thing back into your life. You're holding that boundary for yourself. And that is the default. So what will happen when people see their senior leaders do that thing, it's going to show them that it's okay for them to do it too. And it's going to give them the permission to do the same. And I want that for you. I want that for your team. So I talk about a three-step way to build a boundary. Specifically in episode two of this podcast, I talk more about that, but I'll recap it here quickly to build a boundary. There's three steps. First, you tie it to a value. So this is where that intrinsic motivation helps us here. We're tying it to something that's really important to us. And, and that keeps it more likely keeps it centered We're more likely to keep it because it's important to us. The second step is setting up a system. So whether that's through technology, and accountability partner, uh, maybe investing some kind of money or something like that, build a system that works for you to enable that boundary. Then third, celebrate consistency. And this is the one that throws people through a loop, I think. You know, we don't celebrate things enough, I don't think. We usually don't have time, but we're running to that next thing. And sometimes that boundary... Is inherently fulfilling because when you do that thing, it it reinforces itself. But I want you to celebrate it with some positive reinforcement to help you, to emphasize that it is important to do. Recently, a reader reached out to me and said that the boundary exercises in the book were really eye opening. And this concept of celebrating consistency was mind blowing. She said, I think in reality, it can feel really hard to celebrate setting a boundary. Because often it feels like you're disappointing someone. So the concept of intentionally celebrating that boundary setting was a powerful thing for them to hear. So yeah, it does sometimes feel like we're disappointing others. And in effect, yes, you may be celebrating disappointing somebody, but guess what? You are not disappointing yourself. And I want you to celebrate that. I want you to celebrate that you kept your boundary intact. And then I want you to do it again. And listen, I know, I know this is hard. Unlearning is hard. Saying no is hard. Building a new habit is hard. So how about we do this together? I want to support you in your goal of building a boundary that's totally focused on you. To default to your well-being, being centered, whatever that value is for you. I want you to have more control over your day. I want you to feel renewed energy and prioritize your own needs. I want you to have that clarity of knowing what to say yes and no to, and then having the peace of mind to know that you made that right decision. So one of the things that I love the most, which is tied to my value of development is coaching leaders in a live format. So I'm creating a way that we can work together on this. I'm hosting a live workshop for leaders called Boundaries Before Burnout. And I'm really excited about it. And I really hope you can join us. So let me tell you a bit more. There will be two 90-minute interactive sessions. And in the first session, we'll go deeper on how to build a boundary. And you'll work on it with others in the workshop. And this isn't a wish list, but like a tactical thing that you need to do to start building this boundary. And we'll work through how you can make it actually happen. We'll talk about the different systems that will enable you to keep the boundary, especially on the hard days when you're pulled into a million different directions. And then you'll have homework. You'll actually put the boundary into practice, but don't worry, we will set you up for success to do it. And then we'll come back together for session two and we'll talk about how it went. I love this because it gives you an accountability loop, kind of a judgment-free zone, if you will, but for accountability. And we'll talk about what worked. We'll talk about what didn't and why, and then we'll dig into how to keep it sustainable. So I'm excited to spend the time with you to kickstart you into action, action to prioritize yourself, your well-being. This is, will be a a live workshop. We'll do it in a private zoom room. And if you can't make a session, we'll record it so you can watch it back later. But I'm excited for you to see me in action, asking you those hard questions and holding you accountable and then cheering you on. So we have all the details on our website. So go to thecatchgroup.com slash workshop to find all of the logistics, all the dates, all the times, all the good stuff. That's the catchgroup.com workshop. So whether or not you can join us in the workshop or not, I want you to take action. I want you to shift from your default of doing that next work to do. And instead, I want you to prioritize you. And most importantly, remember, your leadership belongs here. You belong in the C-suite. That's it for today. Have a great week, guys. I wanna thank you so much for listening to the You Belong in the C-suite podcast. If you are enjoying this content, Please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. By leaving a review, you are helping others find this content. We will be featuring five-star reviews on air in upcoming episodes. Editing and support for the podcast is done by S&E Podcast Management. To get more tips and tools to help you live a life guided by your values, go to thecatchgroup.com. Keep your boundaries and take care.